dramatic start as I had to wait for a police helicopter to finish flying over, but it's gone. Um, I'm not very well, but I'm here. I'm on the mend. Uh, you'd be thrilled to know. Uh, but I'm doing this in the morning. I, I don't know why. I'm just a bit all over the place at the moment. So um, just bear with. I'll be fine. Welcome to episode 146, Mr. Bird Pods. Now, <clears throat> I know the main thing of concern has been the potholes in the road, uh, and lots of you have been very worried about them. Uh, I'm here, thrilled to say uh, they've been filled in. The council has spent all of about uh, two minutes uh, filling in each one with a load of uh, rubbish that's going to last about two minutes. Uh, made no effort to clean the road up, so the road is still absolutely covered with gravel and bits flying around uh, and the road's just generally a mess but uh, apparently we don't have potholes anymore it's pathetic uh, i don't know what we actually pay council tax for bins anyway um i'm not feeling very i'm actually feeling a lot better i got on saturday night uh let's go through the lurid details uh i just woke up in the middle of the night with really bad stomach cramps and then uh felt dreadful on saturday morning better by lunchtime. I did go to work on Saturday uh, and then I just rested for a lot of yesterday, just feeling completely washed out. Uh, but I'm, I'm feeling all right. Uh, my appetite's not back. I don't know what it is actually. It's just one of those weird things uh, that I'm hoping will just go away by the end of today. So um, I haven't been for a run this morning. I haven't done any yoga, uh, but I thought I'd get on with this just in case I don't feel up to it later today. Um, uh, what have I got to say? So I've been away, haven't I? Yes, apparently. Uh, which is all lovely. And I'm back. And um, it all went very well, as those of you who are following Instagram <clears throat> will see and be continuing to see. It's cold this morning. It, I'm sure it's colder than normal for April. Anyway, um, we set off, which was always a good start to holiday. We managed to set off. Uh, as usual, we booked the taxi, who then had to sit and wait for about 20 minutes for us to actually get out of the flat. Uh, and I think we got charged a load of extra money for that. Uh, I'm not commenting on that, obviously. And then um, that took us to Tottenham Hale, which was all, all fine. Then we got a train to Gatwick. And no, we didn't. <laughs> Stansted. Uh, and then Stansted was a bit confusing because you had to check in your luggage on a machine, a sort of do-it-yourself, weigh, weigh yourself, a speak my weight type machine. I'm just getting distracted by a car. And um, that was all that. And then I seem to remember everything went well. Uh, the flight was a bit late going, but we got there on time. It was a Ryanair, so obviously it was luxurious. But actually it was fine. And um, I think we got there without any problems, I seem to remember. Uh, then, and actually when we got, so then what did we do? We hurtled on to a, can't remember what we did next. We hurtled on to a U-barn. We flew to Freiburg, hurtled on to a U-barn. Somebody decided, um, I'm still quite bitter about this. Someone decided that despite the fact the U-barn was just about to go, they were going to walk from the back of it to the very front of it because they wanted to sit at the front and drive it 
because it was a driverless one. Um, I nearly didn't get on at the U-Bahn because the doors were closing because I had had to run with a large half sack on my rucksack on my back um, following somebody. I don't know why I did. I should have just got on it. Uh, of course, the U-Bahn, uh, U for underground, uh, the clues in the name, you sit at the front and you just see a tunnel. So I don't know what that was about. Anyway, we got to Strasbourg uh, station, railway station. I can't remember actually because it all went quite smoothly. Uh, we got on a train. Oh, we got on a train we shouldn't have been on. We found out later it was the fast intercity one, which was absolutely packed. And I have to say, Germans do not like people sitting next to them on trains. Uh, they will do anything to not have people sit next to them. Bags, uh, they'll splay out to sleep. Uh, just put the debris of their life all over the seat next to them. Uh, so that was a bit tricky trying to find a seat when there were actually plenty. That was the actually negative thing I found out about the Germans. They were lovely the rest of the time we were there. Uh, and um, we got into the station. We walked for about 10-15 minutes, found the hotel really easily, which was just off the main road. And the uh, hotel was lovely. It did look, anyone, I'm sure no one listening has seen the film Suspiria, but if anyone has seen Suspiria, uh, it did look a bit like that from the outside, a sort of Art Nouveau. Uh, it's not called Art Nouveau over there, it's called something else. Anyway, um, twisty, serpentiny uh, carving on the front. Not, it's not, anyway. Uh, and then that was all lovely. It actually was nicer than we thought it was going to be. Uh, it was really lovely and the bedroom was very nice, uh, like a double bed made up of two single beds, which I'm always very happy about. Very nice shower, uh, odd lighting in the corridor, which again, uh, if you've seen Instagram, uh, did look like the lighting in Suspiria, uh, sort of a yellow light and a red light and a yellow light, uh, which was a bit odd. But the light oddness aside it was all lovely it was really nice people around the hotel were lovely so da 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 that was all great uh, and I think we went off for a walk I can't remember what we did to be honest so we're in Bamberg at this point which I've uh, failed to mention uh, and um, we tootled around the town now Bamberg isn't a very big place I didn't realize it was small it's only 77,000 people which is smaller than my hometown um, but it's sort of very twisty uh, streets, so you actually walk a long way for hours and hours and hours, uh, thinking you're in an epic city, only to realise at the end of your six days uh, the place is tiny. But anyway, uh, so we walked around. So the place is absolutely beautiful. Uh, anyone who's following Instagram, I did my best to take photographs of it, though it is much better to be there. Um, it's, it is three parts. So we were in the old part, which was the medieval, uh, a bit like York, but a sort of German version of York, medieval uh, bit with a lot of shops, breweries. Uh, uh, Bamberg is one of the most famous places in the world for its beer. So if you're into beer, you go to Bamberg. And um, it's full of these medieval houses. And then above it or around it, uh, the rest of the city is built over seven hills, uh, most of which have got churches on them, and one of which has got an enormous 11th century, I think, cathedral. Very old, older than Durham, I think. 
Uh, and next to that, and then, oh, somebody beeping their horn. I thought it was at me for a minute. Can't be obviously because I'm inside. Um, and a massive uh, palace uh, in Baroque. Uh, so that was quite uh, subtle inside the decoration. And then, and that had a lovely view across the city. Uh, and then there's also a medieval, was it medieval? Yeah, I think so, medieval uh, old court, which has got the History Museum in, which we didn't go in. So you've sort of got these three um, examples of architecture bang next to each other, which is quite, always well, very interesting indeed. The place is UNESCO, it's a UNESCO heritage, world heritage site. And then the other area which we saw the least of is the other side. So there's a bit down by the river called Little Venice, which is full of merchants. Well, it's not, it's a line of merchants houses on the river, which are all very pretty. And then behind those, I think, uh, the town's quite strange because it's got a, it's got a canal and a river going through it. Um, and then, oh, CPD. And then it, the canal, splits as well so at one point you've got three stretches of water and over this is the reason we went because this is the picture of this building that i saw that made me want to go over one of those smaller <coughs> uh the, the canal splits must be the river that splits uh they in the medieval times they built the town hall so the town hall uh, basically the church owned a lot of the town they didn't have to pay taxes the people paid taxes they got into big other burgers they got into big argument uh, and they ended up having to build a town hall on neutral ground and the neutral ground was basically a bridge over a river so you've got this extraordinary it's not massive but it's big town hall built on a bridge uh, and the side of it's absolutely covered in paintings um which we couldn't work out how they'd survive the weather um but it's absolutely beautiful the whole place was quite, uh, in theory, it was very uh, chocolate boxy, but in practice it wasn't at all. Um, it was very, very pretty, but it just felt uh, quite lived in. Though it wasn't because it was full of tourists. And then to the other area is the garden area, which basically is, um, and again started in medieval times, an area of market gardening when uh, what we'd call allotments now were created and houses were built around it. Now, we didn't see so much of that because things were closed. It was a bit too early in the museum that was closed. But basically, the houses are all built to adapt to um, a life of uh, agricultural small holdings. Um, so it's just loads and loads of allotments basically around the place and it's pretty unique in the world. Um, but that was the area we didn't really see so much. Uh, so that's the three areas, all of which are unique in their own right. I mean, the middle medieval bit survived the war, which is extraordinary. Uh, so it's intact. So you've got these three areas, uh, each unique uh, together, uh, quite extraordinary just to have survived as one city. Uh, so it was lovely. So we walked around. Uh, breakfast the first morning was uh, as depressing as German breakfast. I, I don't think there's anything more depressing than a German breakfast. Just coming down to be faced with meats, salamis and cheese uh, just drains me of all appetite for life, really. <clears throat> so we battled, I got, think I got some muesli, battled through that the first morning and then decided not to go there and do that anymore. Um, 
then I think the majority of the holiday was actually spent trying to find places to eat, uh, which is also very important when you're on holiday and very expensive, uh, of course. So I'm just looking at my pictures actually to see. So I'm looking at pictures of, uh, so yes, so that's the, um, I don't know why I'm telling you this because you can't see the pictures. Town hall, yes, lovely picture. So yes, we decided to walk around the town. Everything's being renovated. We were thrilled to know. So <clears throat> some of the buildings were closed. A lot of them had um, scaffolding on them, but they've got, they're going through an epic uh, renovation, uh, which is going to rest restoration of the town. Uh, which is going to go on for years and it's going to be amazing when it's all finished. Um, presumably they've got loads and loads of money from UNESCO. Um, we went in a Baroque cathedral. Uh, the weather wasn't great. It tended to rain quite a lot, but not too heavily. It was all right. Um, lots of churches I'm looking at. So then the first day, no, I'm on day three now. What do we do on the first day? Uh, that was inside a Baroque church. Yes, the churches are quite florid inside, it has to be said. They're very different to um, French churches, which are all unlooked after and uh, sad and falling to pieces. The German churches are full of, uh, well, they were in Bamberg, full of uh, statues and paintings and all very well looked after. Um, yes, I've got a picture of breakfast. Just looking at that breakfast makes my heart sink. Oh, pickles. Yeah, rye, dark rye bread, which I don't mind normally. Cheese and pickles and salami. It's just like... And um, so the next day we tootled around the town, taking lots of photographs. And then the next day we tootled around the town and took lots of photographs. And then the next day. So then I've got pictures. I put a lot of pictures of the graveyard. Uh, cemetery on which sounds really depressing but it's actually one of the nicest places we went to there's an enormous cemetery much much bigger than we first thought when we went into it and the graves are all kept immaculately they're all very big because you sort of they're all like family vaults almost you've got these lists and lists of all the people buried generations so it's a dream for if you're doing your ancestral history um, some of them are modern, some of them are old, but they were all planted with flowering plants like uh, primroses, tulips, daffodils. Um, they were just so they were all like little gardens in front of each gravestone. The gravestones, some of them were quite intricate. Um, it was just the most peaceful place. It was really beautiful just looking at all these spring flowers amongst gravestones. Uh, and I wandered around there happily for quite a long time. Um, You'd thought that'd be the one place you'd feel depressed, but uh, it wasn't at all. And the blossom was just coming out on the trees. Um, it was just lovely. If you've got access to my Instagram, which is bert.feg, you can see all these photographs. I took loads of photographs of the graves, actually. Uh, and then that was a church. Uh, then we went up to the top and got a very lovely view of all the red roofed houses that make up the city the city's basically got a medieval center and then a more modern uh, outside i think it's sort of 60s and 70s buildings but we didn't really go around there uh, obviously because i don't particularly want to look at 60s and 70s buildings when i'm on holiday uh, and then uh, yes that's the river going through the river was very lovely 
There are lots of little shops. Uh, it's actually full of shops and not full of... I'm going to go through things I liked about Germany that we don't... We, we seem to have lost in this country. Little shops. Uh, it was full of little shops. It's obviously a very touristy place, and it's obviously... I don't know who lives there. Uh, I'm guessing the most people we saw there were tourists. Um, but the shops were all lovely and small. There were very few, if any, chains. Um, it was all independent things. And the other thing I very much liked about Germany, well, Bamberg, I don't know what the rest of Germany is like, is that nobody walks around looking at their mobile phone. Uh, strangely, I didn't walk into one person who stopped in the middle of the pavement because they were looking at their mobile phone. Um, when you eat in cafes and restaurants, people are actually sitting talking to each other and not looking at the mobile phones. They've got mobile phones, they do look at them. And I don't know if this is true of Germany uh, all over, but um, people just aren't glued to them. In fact, I looked at mine more than they did, to be honest, they being Germans in general. I am generalising, I've no idea what the rest of the country is like. But it was just so lovely to not uh, be surrounded by people staring at their phones all the time, or feel a need to stare at my own phone. Although we did, we have to look at... Um... There was a very nice guide, actually, that uh, it was an audio guide that actually you could use GPS and uh, it would show you on a map exactly where you were on as a red dot and the red dot moved as you moved around the street so you could get to the points of interest uh, and then it told you about what you were looking at. So that was nice. Um, I was glad of my mobile phone for that. And then we went to see, uh, it was closed for renovation. <laughs> it was the one thing, it wasn't the one thing I wanted to see but it was anything I wanted to see. <clears throat> which was the house of E.T.A. Hoffman, who is probably less well-known over here, but was the one of the most famous romantic writers in Germany. Um, I think he might have written a story uh, that The Nutcracker is based on, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, he's got a little house there that was closed, um, and there's a statue of him with a cat uh, outside uh, nearby. We spent about half an hour walking from the hotel to the house, uh, round streets and then a couple of days later we walked from the house the hotel and about two minutes later we found the house so that just shows you it's a very small town that's got very windy streets we did walk along with my back hurt a lot I'm not very good at well, walking slowly and uh, not moving so I had a bad back for a lot of the holiday in fact I spent most of the mornings just collapsed in bed I was so tired uh, and then managed to get out for lunch and then uh, we got Netflix and Disney on the hotel TV. So after we'd eaten, it was back to the hotel to watch Agent Carter. What can I say? Uh, so Hoffman, uh, he's known for, well, there's an Offenbach opera called The Tales of Hoffman, which puts together three of his stories. Uh, I have been bought uh, his collection of stories since uh, the main one called The Golden Pot, published by Oxford. Uh, classics, I think Penguin Classics have got it as well, so I'm going to dip into that. Uh, and then uh, then we went into the Cathedral, which was amazing, which was uh, pretty amazing, huge. Bamberg is famous for the statue of a man on a horse, uh, which you can see on my Instagram. Nobody knows who he is. It's a beautiful, beautiful statue, uh, so no one knows why he was there or who carved him or exactly how old he is. They've got a rough idea. Um, was obviously someone very important. It is quite an odd um, statue to be in a cathedral. The cathedral is not Baroque at all. It's very plain inside uh, and enormous. 
uh, and very beautiful. Uh, and the Henry, I think it's Henry the First and his wife Hel Hel Helga Helda Hilda Helda. Um, they were basically responsible. She seemed to be a very strong character. They were responsible for setting up this huge, um, hugely important city, which was the head of the church in Europe for about eight centuries. I didn't realise how important Bamberg had been in the history of Europe. It's been massively important. And they're buried in the uh, church, in the cathedral. Worryingly, uh, their skulls might be there. There are two um, crowns, which look very modern, actually, uh, which possibly are on their skulls. Uh, I don't know. And their tombs are there, which are very beautiful. That's all on my Instagram. I keep saying it's all on my Instagram, but I don't know what to say. It's all on my Instagram. Um, so that was that. Uh, I've got more to say about it, but that's my sort of 20 minutes. I'm back at work and um, not being very well. And um, work's fine. I thought work's lovely, actually. I don't think anything went wrong this week. Although not everyone at work, uh, work's been that well either. Uh, I've been irritated by most things since I've got back. And uh, the pothole's been uh, one of the major ones. And um, we've started watching. Uh, Agent Carter is now finished. Sadly, they didn't make a third series. It got cancelled after series two, which is a great shame. Uh, started watching, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a Japanese Netflix series made for Netflix called the house of maiko cooking for the maiko household m-a-i-k-u i think or k-o uh, if you type household netflix japanese it'll come up um it's a series about we've only seen the first episode two 16 year old girls who go off to a city in japan to train to be uh the form of uh geisha who are entertainment it's entertaining entertainment for entertainment it's no, there's nothing hard hitting about it um basically um one of the girls isn't very good at it and ends up cooking for the uh household that they're training in it's just lovely it's very very slow not an awful lot happens and there is a lot of japanese cooking i think there's going to be a lot more japanese cooking in it uh, very detailed long shots of food being cooked um and it's just a lovely story of these two 16-year-old girls who are best friends. Um, I don't think there's any political uh, slant to it or criticism of anything. Obviously, the world of the geisha is a bit of a mystery to Westerners, but um, it's fascinating. So I'm very, I'm very excited about having a new series to watch, despite the fact we've got 5,000 things to watch in our add to playlist, uh, Netflix, Disney, Apple, etc. lists. And then... Um, we just oh, somebody going by on an electric scooter. Oh, it just leaves me lost for words. And um, oh no, they stopped. And uh, then just see episode three of Magpie Murders, uh, which is on BBC. Which I can, if you just want um, a really good whodunit with fantastic actors and a very very good script, uh, Anthony Horowitz, uh, Leslie Manville starring. Um, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's very clever. Uh, books, I'm on to, I finished Moth, which I now haven't got time to talk about, and I'm, I was going to start reading Hamnet, uh, but I haven't, by Maggie Farrell, I haven't been feeling that jolly recently, so I just, everything I pick up and look at seems to be about the death of people, and I looked at it, and 
I've been meaning to read it for ages, and of course it's all about the death of Shakespeare's son. I thought, I can't. I just, I'm not in the mood for it. So, um, Mr. Scooter's gone. So, uh, I'm reading the third Duramat. Well, they're not in a sequence. This one's a standalone book, but it's another Duramat uh, detective story called something. Uh, what's it called? Injustice? Something called Injustice. Something about Injustice. Anyway, it's... Um, it's very interesting. It's obviously a uh, political satire on the state of uh, Switzerland in the 1950s or so. I think it was, no, 1940s. It was written in the 50s um, about a man, uh, an important, respectable man who goes in and shoots in broad daylight in front of everybody, another important, respectable man. Um, and it's written by the detective who uh, basically is saying, I couldn't solve the problem, despite the fact that everybody knew what the answer to the problem was. So I think it's a, a huge critique of uh, the social and justice system of Switzerland, which makes it sound really dry and boring. It's not actually, it's very good. I can really recommend these German books, they're very good indeed. Um, I think I'm going to have to stop because 25 minutes and I'm coming up to 12 o'clock and it's lunchtime and I haven't been eating properly so I'm going to try and get uh, some lunch today. So yeah, so I'm a little bit uh, below par but I'm on the mend. No, nothing for anyone to worry about uh, and uh, I hope everyone else is doing all right. So uh, yes, uh, that's it then. Thank you for listening.